0: Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on this Saturday morning. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm joined by Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna.
2: Good morning, Andy. How are you?
1: I'm great. And you have brought along a, a guest.
2: I do. I have a brand new guest with us today. Oh, well, fantastic. I have, yeah, I have Nate, uh, one of our member experience advisors from our brand new branch on Commerce Drive in Northwest Rochester. And I'm going to let Nate just kind of share a little bit about himself and what he does for us at the credit union.
3: Yeah. Um, so thanks for having me. Uh, my role with the credit union, uh, I'm a member experience advisor. And so kind of what I do um, is I help open up new accounts. Uh, I help assist new members with um, using our advisor supported kiosks. Um, I also help process loan op- applications and just kind of en- answering questions as they come up. All right. You are the liaison, I guess, you almost. Um, mm-hmm
1: so we talked about jenna last week about that a positive money mindset and how important that is to making good money moves and uh, getting your finances headed in the right direction what are we going to cover today
2: yeah so today we're going to be talking more about emergency funds. Um, So we've mentioned emergency funds or that rainy day fund on many episodes, just kind of randomly. And we've shared some kind of quick details about them here and there. So I thought it was time to really dig into what those are, why they're so important to have, and then also share some tips for how to build up an emergency savings fund if you don't have one started already. Sounds good. Yeah, um, but before we dig into that, I did want to share some fun, well, not fun, <laughs> I call them fun because they're statistics, but so some interesting statistics that I came across um, on a recent bank rate survey. So the first one, nearly four in 10 Americans are about 37% of people who have some kind of unexpected bill come up. Said that they would borrow money, in some capacity, to cover that expense. With the most common way to finance that being a credit card, right? So about thirty, yeah,
1: a high interest credit card would be better.
2: Yeah, no doubt, right? So about thirty-seven percent of Americans would borrow money on a credit card to cover an unexpected bill. Right. So then we look at the next one that I came across, which only 18% of Americans say that they could live off of their savings for at least six months if they had to. So that's not a very high percentage of people who have enough money in their savings accounts to continue their lifestyle as it is for six months if need be, say from a job loss or something like that.
1: Okay. Very believable.
2: Yes. Yeah. Based on many of the other statistics I've shared (laughs) over the last couple of months, um, yes, that is very much in line with what we're seeing. Um, So one in four U.S. adults report that they or an immediate family member had a major unplanned expense within the last 12 months with an average of about $1,700 for that unexpected expense. So about a quarter of U.S. adults have these unplanned expenses, these unexpected bills cropping up, and they tend to be, you know, over a thousand dollars at a time. Sure. Right. I mean that's so, a
1: that's a major car bill. I mean that's not even yeah. a, that's not even a transmission. That's just something very significant happened with your car and it was knocked out of commission and you had to have it repaired.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, or a visit to the ER if sure. for the, you know, to cover your deductible, you know, things like that. Um but what this data really tells us is that there's a very small percentage of Americans who are saving for the unexpected. And then when something does come up, they're more than likely to turn to debt to cover that expense, which is not good going into debt is never a good choice um obviously a lot of people end up having to make that choice because they have to be able to pay for it somehow um but it just really drives home the point of why it's so important that we continue to talk about savings and how easy it is you know can be to really create like even a small emergency fund okay and so that's really the focus of what we're talking about today
1: which is towards a good money move, which is no debt and having money there to ride out the storm, as they say. Yeah. So let's start with the basics. Nate, what is an emergency fund?
3: Well, an emergency fund is simply money you've put aside in your savings, um, you know, to cover larger expenses that come up unexpectedly and can't be avoided. you know, some examples of that would be like unforeseen, unforeseen medical bills, uh, home appliance repairs or replacements, car major, major car fixes, or even unemployment. Um, they create a financial buffer that can help keep you afloat in times of need without having to rely on credit cards or those high interest loans. And, um, you know, it can be ex- especially important to have an emergency fund if you do have debt, uh, because it can help you avoid b- borrowing more. Okay. So the, the big question
1: would be, how much money should we have in an emergency fund? And I know uh, Jenna just mentioned that the average expense was just under $2,000. Would that be the goal that we should be shooting for?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, aiming to save 2,000 would be a good goal. Um, we typically tell our members to start smaller than that though, especially if you've never set a savings goal before, uh, or if you're trying to pay down debts at the same time. Yep. So a good starter goal would be right around $500.
1: Because nothing's
3: worth thing, worse than getting discouraged. Exactly. Yep, and once you reach that, um, you can start aiming for a large goal like 2,000. Uh, ultimately though, if your goal for savings, um, sorry, ultimately, uh, if your goal for your savings fund is to be able to support yourself in the case of a job loss, uh, you're, wanting, you're gonna wanna aim higher than that. Uh, at that point, we would suggest that you have three to six months worth of your salary set aside in an emergency fund. Okay. Um, also, some financial experts have even recommended up to eight months uh, worth of your salary to be saved for emergencies. But at the end of the day, uh, any amount you can set aside for the unexpected, uh, you'll, better, you'll be better off. So even if the amount you haven't saved, sorry, even if the amount you've saved isn't enough to cover the entire expense, uh, it's that much less money you have to come up with um, from other sources like credit cards or loans. Right,
1: something is better than nothing but at the same time, shoot for that uh, wonderful, generous cushion. And you mentioned your salary. Uh, is that Should we be considering that the savings before or after taxes? I know I'm kind of splitting hairs on that, but usually we're not living on our gross paycheck, we're living
3: on what we actually take home. Yeah. Exactly, and- up, I think. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, go ahead, Nate.
3: <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, uh, it makes sense to me to use um, net after taxes. Um, that, that's what I would advise.
1: <laughs> that just makes it a little easier, too. <laughs> uh, puts the target not quite as high as it would have been otherwise. Well, we're talking about emergency funds today. Emergency funds being a key part of uh, making good money moves and uh, setting yourself up to reach your financial goals. And we're going to continue talking with Nate Wildeman and Jenna Taubel with First Alliance Credit Union after this quick break on... News Talk 1340,
0: KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
2: I've always wanted to learn another language, but every time I try...
0: Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Welcome back to Good Money Moves, News Talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm i'm andy brownell and we're speaking with jenna Tobel and nate Wilderman from first alliance credit union and the topic today is emergency funds um we kind of set a target there the ultimate target it would be eight months of living expenses to have in your savings account to weather an emergency i guess when you say emergency fund and emergency expenses is there a time where using the emergency fund is not something that would be recommended
3: yeah uh, kind of the short answer is whatever whenever the expense you're looking to cover is not an emergency okay um, <laughs> so plain and simple a- there you <laughs> go <laughs> so, yeah some questions you can ask yourself um, to identify it is it truly an emergency is uh, number one is the expense unexpected Um, if the life event or expense you're looking at is truly unexpected then it's most likely time to use some of that emergency fund Um, usually unexpected as I mentioned earlier um, our job loss reduced our sorry, reduced hours, pay cuts, storm damage to your home, car accident repairs, or emergency medical expenses. Um, There are some things that you can plan for and should be expected. Uh, Christmas, back to school shopping, basic home or car maintenance, routine doctor visits, things of that nature.
1: So you're telling me that my vacation is not an emergency fund expense?
3: (laughs) Not at this point. No. (laughs) Uh, All right, so if you're not budgeting ahead for these expected expenses, it's time to start. Okay, Uh, the the budgeting part is the key thing, right?
1: Absolutely. So we're saying that if it's something you can budget for, it's not for the emergency fund. Yep, exactly.
2: Correct. Yeah, I mean, and that goes back to, you know, we've talked budgeting over and over on this show um, just about how important that is. And, you know, if you're able to budget for something, you know, it just helps you plan ahead so much easier. And and, and in the long run, it actually helps you be able to save money for those unexpected expenses. So budgeting is a huge piece of the puzzle here. And
1: even the the car thing could fall into that because if you get in the practice of putting funds in, an, you know, a car repair fund mm-hmm. in anticipation that something will go wrong, because guess what? It will. Yeah. Um, that might even fall out of your emergency fund.
2: Just exactly. It can budget. be a yeah. fund all in itself. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's a great point,
1: Andy. Okay. So any other things we need to factor into deciding whether or not this is an emergency fund request
3: or an emergency fund need, uh, Nate? Yeah. Yeah, another question you could ask yourself is, is the expense absolutely necessary? So most of us would say we know the difference between a want and a need, uh, but sometimes the line between the two gets a little blurry. So needs um, would be like a loss of reliable transportation, higher than anticipated tax bill, or unexpected travel in times of family crisis. Um, Wants would be more towards upgrading to a nicer car, uh, bathroom remodel, or a great deal on a vacation (laughs) opportunity. (laughs) so if your car dies uh, you need transportation so using your emergency fund to buy something newer and more reliable is reali- realistic uh dipping into your emergency fund just to upgrade your decent car for a newer model with more features that would not be good okay use. i yeah. imagine uh timeliness of it as well this is something that has to happen right now yep exactly so if the expense is urgent um If you live with an attitude of impulse spending, you'll you'll soon exhaust your emergency fund because everything feels like an emergency. Instead, practice the art of patience whenever possible. Um, It's probably urgent if it's something like a broken furnace in the middle of winter or your child broke their arm and you took them to the ER. Um, It can wait if it's something like flash sales at your favorite furniture store or a last-minute conversation, sorry, a last-minute invitation uh, (laughs) to attend a concert with friends. Uh, remember your emergency fund is all about long-term security not instant gratification and so you don't want to use it on a whim um, also you don't want to be afraid to use it when you really do need to okay so just
1: a reminder of what you're telling me is that don't be tempted once you set this money aside to tap into it for those things that you really should have been planning for
3: all along exactly
1: so asking yourself the question is it expected is it necessary and again is it urgent can help when you know when to use your emergency funds and when not to how does someone go about actually building up the emergency fund where do you even start
3: well um, basically there are three steps to successfully building an emergency fund Uh, number one is set a savings goal. Um, it's very important as it'll help you stay focused and it'll make you feel like you're pr- making progress. Um, you wanna determine how much you wanna save, how quickly you can do it, and how, and exactly how you're gonna do it. For example, I'm gonna save $500 for my emergency fund in 12 months by putting $50 into a savings account every month. Um, however, you also wanna make sure this goal is realistic and attainable, otherwise you can become quickly frustrated and give up. You don't want to set yourself up for failure before you've even started right
1: that's a big thing right there well i think a lot i think that happens to a lot of folks absolutely they start going down that road and all of a sudden you get derailed and next thing you know you got to start at square one and it's just even that much harder um
2: yeah and you know i would just chime in to say and you know this is something we've talked about in the past as well just you know make sure that that realistic and attainable is part of your planning because that's where so many people fall short they want to reach that goal so fast because everybody wants that instant gratification. But really, you know, savings is, is a long game and you have to be realistic with how much you can actually put aside or you're just going to get frustrated. I and mean, you don't want to do that. So start smaller and work your way up. There's absolutely nothing yep. wrong with starting at $5 versus 50 if that's what you feel like is an attainable for what your budget looks like today.
1: And we've talked about that before because once you make that little step towards actually having a savings set aside, all of a sudden those larger goals seem a lot more attainable than they were before.
2: Oh, absolutely. And once you get into that habit of saving, then it just becomes that much easier to continue to add to your savings.
1: I bet a big part of this is to actually move the money out of just your regular checking account as well.
3: Yeah, I'd say step two is to open a separate savings account specifically for your emergency fund. Um, It may mean opening up uh, a savings account at a different financial institution than your current credit union or bank, just so you can't easily access that money. Um, The savings account you open can be a traditional savings account, but you may want to consider something like a prize-length savings account to help start your emergency fund. And whatever the type of savings account you choose um, you want to leave it alone so that it can start to build up and
1: I imagine there's ways to do this so I don't even have to think about it once I set my goal
3: absolutely it can be yeah. an autopilot yep step step three is automate your savings the next step to building your emergency funds savings um, is to start putting money into it and the best way to build up your fund quickly is to be consistent with depositing money into your new savings account so an easy excuse me, an easy foolproof way to be consistent is to set up an automatic deposit or transfer into the account every time you get paid. Going back to the earlier example, you could have a $50 a month directly deposited, directly deposited into your emergency savings account. This way you never have to, a chance to see the money in your checking account and you never have a chance to miss it. If you're unable to directly deposit your paycheck into different accounts, you can always have your financial institution uh, set up an automatic transfer to move $50 from your checking into your emergency savings account every payday.
1: Sounds like a great idea to do that. Um, having it, you know, out of mind or out of sight, and. Uh uh that means it's away from temptation as well (laughs) absolutely (laughs) it's an easy trap to fall into oh you have oh look at that And, and i can see this over here which i want and i'll just tap into that money and next thing you know i gotta start over again on the emergency fund we will continue talking about emergency funds and both are important and, and easy ways to set them up and how to get going on that. When we continue with Good Money Moves right here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM, and 969 FM.
0: Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM, and 969 FM. Would you get on an airplane if you knew it had a 50%? Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM and ninety 9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell. I'm with Nate Wilderman
1: and Jenna Tobble, of course. First Alliance Credit Union, and uh, we have been covering the topic of emergency funds, the importance of having an emergency fund, and of course, many folks uh, this year um, kind of had. Um, a little bit of a shock and found out just how important it is to have some money set aside because of all the difficulties we faced as a result of the ongoing pandemic um, one of the tips that we talked about would be an automated savings instruct your financial institution to automatically move so much money out of your accounts into a separate account so you're not tempted to divert the funds elsewhere um, nate maybe uh, you could cover some other good tips and tricks that uh, are available to help build up an emergency fund?
3: Sure, I've got a couple in mind. Um, over time, as you receive raises, you'll want to consider increasing the amount that you're putting into the emergency savings account. Um, and then keep in mind too, if you if your goal is to have three to six months of your current income saved, uh, as you receive raises, the amount you need to save will increase too. Um, also, you're gonna, also, if you received any annual bonuses or tax refunds during the year, you might want to save at least a portion, if not all of those additional funds into your emergency savings account. When looking for the right savings savings account to hold your emergency fund, you may have to start with a lower, a traditional lower interest account, but as you build your savings up, consider moving it to a high, higher interest-bearing account like a money market.
1: Excellent. Um- that is something we haven't even talked about that once once you have that higher level of savings moving it into another vehicle maybe jenna you could talk more about what some of those vehicles might be that would get, get you a higher interest rate in the process like um nate mentioned a money market is that easy to pull the money back out at any time if you need it if the emergency actually comes your way
2: yeah, so the, well, the, the neat thing about money market accounts is they're kind of a combination of, I, well, I like to consider them this, a combination of a certificate of deposit because you get that higher interest rate like you would with a certificate of deposit. However, it's kind of a cross with a checking account because you can access the funds quite easily, whereas um, you can't do that with a certificate of deposit. but there are still limitations to money market to keep you. And this is why I like to refer to these as a great place for your emergency fund. So once you hit that higher dollar amount that you've saved, kind of moving your funds into a money market gets you that higher interest rate. So you can capitalize on that compound interest that we've talked about in the past and how important that is to help you build up your savings. But then it also allows you access without having like complete access to it because there is still um, withdrawal parameters on a money market. So you can't just go in there every time you want to overdraw your account and you slowly whittle down this amount you've worked so hard to save. It keeps you from doing that and but it's still easily accessible when you do have that emergency come
1: up. Okay. So it, you can only make so many withdrawals over a certain period of time. Correct. And on the CDs, which I imagine carry a higher interest rate yet. Yes. I'm committed to a certain amount of time. And, I, and otherwise there's a penalty if I...
2: to stash your emergency fund because you're not going to be able to get to it easily in the case of an emergency. And that is one of the key things you need to be able to do is access that money in very quickly without penalty.
1: But if we're making good money moves and eventually have that emergency fund where you want it and need it, you might even be able to put some money into the CD as a long-term savings that's where sure. that comes into
2: play I yeah suppose. so though yeah a cd would be a great choice if you're looking for to to kind of work towards saving up for a down payment on a house right maybe you have received some money back in taxes you know a couple thousand yeah. dollars or something anyway you, you know i'm not quite ready to use this yet but i know what i want to use it for in, in a couple months or a year that's where a cd comes into really good use for you because you have a goal in mind for it and you know when you want to use it but you're just not ready for it and you're just going to leave it sitting there anyway, that higher interest rate spot like a CD is really a good choice at that point.
1: And I know one thing, we, we touched on it with the budgeting a little bit, but uh, once you actually start the savings process and find some success in doing it, it, it actually psychologically becomes somewhat of a, um, you get a little bit of enjoyment out of seeing that <laughs> yeah. savings grow. And as you get better at the budgeting, you're going to find out that some of what you currently consider to be an emergency doesn't have to be an emergency, and you can actually budget for it and allow that emergency fund to grow even larger because you're not not having to tap into it for some of the things that you might have not thought of budgeting for previously as you go down that road.
2: Exactly.
1: All part of Good Money Moves, as we say. Yes. So we're talking about emergency funds, and I'm... And I, we couldn't have covered everything. I know that for sure. But mm-hmm. <laughs> where else can I find information uh, through First Alliance Credit Union about uh, emergency funds?
2: Yeah. So, as always, I encourage everybody to explore our website, firstalliancecu.com. Um, we've got tons of free resources that you can explore to help you make those good money moves, like building an emergency fund. Um, you'll find our blog on there, past episodes of this this show is uh, out on our website as well, um, but a really good resource for you if you're just starting out savings and, and your first step to, you know, saving for that emergency fund. We actually have an entire page on our website dedicated to, to a beginner's guide to savings is what we call it. Um, it tells you all the ins and outs you need to know to get started with that. And we've talked a lot about budgeting on this episode too. So we have our downloadable budgeting worksheet um, that's free to help you get started with that. We have a lot of really good financial calculators out on our website as well that can help you plan your savings and plan- help you plan to pay off debt so you can save more. Um, Nate mentioned earlier a prize-linked savings account, um, which we call a incentive savings account. Um, it's a really good, great place um, for somebody to start learning that habit of saving because you're incented with a chance to win cash prizes for every $25 that you save so I I would encourage you to check that out on our website as well Um, but of course If you ever want some personal guidance, our member advisors like Nate are always happy to sit down with you and get you pointed in the right financial direction and help you make some good money moves for yourself.
1: Well, fantastic. Nate, thanks so much for your time and the advice and all the information. Uh, You as well, Jenna. And I'm sure uh, we'll talk again next week.
2: Absolutely. Thanks, Andy.
1: You bet. Good money moves right here on
0: News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Here's the latest from the News Talk 1340.